What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Holson Podcast, episode what up, 28. What up, what up, what up? We're recording Saturday, June 25th, 2.41 in the afternoon. It's a bit of an overcast day, it looks like. Yeah. And we've already had a whole blooper reel full of stuff that I'm going to have to edit out. But as always, or sometimes, joined by Mr. Cameron Deach. Hi. Welcome to the Kyle Holson Podcast. The co-host that I would rate about a 6 out of 10. Co-host with the co-most. See, this is why rating just continues to go down, just like the Supreme Court. But anyways, we had... Foreshadowing. This is going to be one of those podcasts that... It's going to be political, and it's not going to really be right and wrong, but just more opinion-based and reaction-based. So if you're listening and you don't want to hear about all the stuff that's kind of going on right now, it may not be the podcast for you. Just want to start all that off. Now, we'll start with some... You know, just kind of easing into the whole, you know, thing of the jangy thing. But, um, Cam, we had two really good workouts this week. We did. Getting really... Three. We had three? Oh, yeah, we did have three. So that's the time that we spent together. Sorry, it's two that I can remember because I feel it (laughs) to this day. Um, In the core. We're back in the gym, baby. Yes, sir. Woo! The the Kyle Cam uh, uh, monster duo. Pumping that iron. Pumping that iron. (laughs) Re-racking them weights. It's, it's not too much iron, but it's enough iron. Like respectful to it. kings that we are. Facts. I like that. I look. I love how you looked into the camera when you said that. Because that's what it is. That's what we are. I I respect it. So how you feeling? We we had three workouts. One was like a baby workout, and the next two were crazy. Leg yeah. day yesterday was nuts. <laughs> I'm gonna be feeling that for like another week. Yeah. No. I'm. I said this uh, the other day. I'm really glad I work a desk job. Yeah. At home. At home. Yeah. Driving here was not fun. Really? Yeah. What was so bad about just getting in the car? Uh, having to keep my foot on the gas pedal. Mm, calves. Yeah. Yeah. Are you really feeling it in the calves? I'm not really uh, feeling my, it. More in the glutes. I think my body is dealing with more fatigue than soreness right now. Yeah, for but sure. But tomorrow, it'll be the soreness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I can't wait, me personally. I, I enjoy a good soreness, to be honest with you. It has its pros and cons. I love how we had to... So we had to lock Pierre up in the room. <laughs> Um, because usually we just let him roam around the house while we record, but he knocked down the tripod for the the camera like instantly. And I was like, all right, that's enough. And now we can hear him meowing from the other side of the apartment, which is kind of funny. Not really. Sorry, Pierre. Behave next time. His actions have consequences. His actions do have consequences, kind of like in this country. (laughs) Um, so we're just going to dive right into it. All right. Uh, Supreme court came out yesterday with their overruling of the Rovers Wade, um, ordeal, if you will. Um, we have touched it on touched on it during this podcast. Um, I want to say about a month ago, back when the, the news was circulating. Yeah, that it was probably a month ago at this it was, point. It was more of like a leak, right? Yeah. Um, we gave our opinions in depth. We had a little bit of a debate, healthy debate, mm-hmm. per usual, because yeah. there's no love lost when talking about you know opinions and feelings and things like that. Just resentment and lack of uh, trust, lack of, or just really a loss of you know the what connects us as humans. Like, I, I see you nothing as more than a pile of garbage. I mean, facts. I'm glad your dad died. <laughs> you and me both, honestly. He was pro-abortion, too. <laughs> I figured if we were taking stabs, it's just, I just went to the yeah. the deep side of the pool. No, he deserved it. No, I'm kidding. I obviously would never wish Oh, yeah, me too. Ill will. <laughs> I would never. Uh, I'm going to have to cut all of that out. We're going to take that conversation and just... I'm just going to blurt it out so that you have no context to what we talked about. And then... Let, let them fill in the blanks. Yeah, but if you yeah. do, if, you, if you're wondering why there was like two podcasts in May, it was because we resented each other so much from the podcast about um, abortion rights, and yeah, we needed some time apart to heal. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, like any couple would, we just needed yeah. a little bit of space and time mm-hmm. and then reevaluate. And now we just hate each other in silence. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I would never tell you that I hate you to your face. Well, that's but behind your back all day. You're a better man than me because I would just tell you. <laughs> that's fair. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you too. Oh. So let's dive right into it. Um, let me have a cup of coffee first. Right. I can't wait for you to spill that because it is floweth. Not quite overfloweth, but. So let's start with the. Let's start with the, the Dave Portnoy rant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know who Dave Portnoy is, he started up Barcel, has been blogging for 20 plus years on the internet. I know you do, but for context for the the listener, I, I would hope that you know Dave Portnoy in a sense if you're involved with social media or anything like that. Um, he's got his feet everywhere. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah he's kind of everywhere as far as uh, across social media platforms. I mean, he even does like a TikTok drama based podcast, which is hilarious, but he's a businessman. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I would do the same if I had to, right? Well, he doesn't have to, but. Um, Owner of Barstool runs that whole thing, whether you think yay or nay about it. Um, anyways, he grew this kind of fan base who I would claim. Remember how we had those conversations about like men who listen to Joe Rogan are considered like right wing? Yeah. yeah, I would say that a lot of the people that support Dave Portnoy and Barstool would be considered more red than blue. Probably, yeah. Um, mostly because of the things that he spoke out about like previous presidents and then he kind of mm-hmm. supported Trump, interviewed him, blah, blah, blah. Whether you think yay or nay. Oh, whatever um he came out with like a two and a half minute video i sent it to you we, i'm a sucker for his press conferences i just think they're so interesting he just <laughs> kind of demands that attention yeah when you like him or not and i have nothing against him because i kind of admire like his business sense because he's a smart dude and he doesn't right. take shit from anybody yeah but he and he knows how to judge a pizza he does know how to judge a mean pizza. Yeah. You, um, you, you can't knock that from him. He, uh, side note, did a lot of stuff in Boca. There were some pizza places in Boca that he did. Yeah. And in Boynton, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he came out with a two and a half minute video, him going against everything that Republicans stand for, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, just supporting women's rights as a whole. Uh, just want to hear your thoughts about that. We didn't, we talked a little bit about it, but like the replies and things like that to that tweet were just, just gold, <laughs> absolute gold. Um, I found it hilarious. Uh, I, I obviously agree with his opinion. We've talked about that. Yeah. But whether you agree or not, it's just funny to see the reaction of like L take Dave unfollowing. <laughs> He's never cancel in the right. cancel barstool. <laughs> yeah, like no matter what he does, whether it be you know if you if you're liberal or you're conservative, whatever it might be, like whatever he says is always there's always a the the vocal group will always speak out. Yeah. So let me let me ask you, what did you think? Um, of Again, somebody who kind of has a persona to lean one way or another coming out in the complete opposite of like what his fan base stands for. Because like, the, what is it? Um, Something for the boys. What is it? Saturdays are for the Saturdays, boys. Yeah. That's like his whole yeah. like reputation. And the only people that have those flags or whatever are like <laughs> conservative based, like white, fat yeah. boy vibe. Love those guys. Near and dear to my You're heart. nowhere near <laughs> that kind of guy. You're too smart for that. I mean, uh, so how do I feel about his press conference? I mean, I feel like that just shows that not everyone has, and not everyone falls in line with one opinion. So, like, he may align with a lot of right leaning things, but that doesn't mean that. All right, to put it, I'm tired, tired of the direction this country's facing. Uh, to put it concisely, he it shows that 
just because you may align with one party doesn't mean that you have to necessarily support or agree with all of those beliefs. You can be a little more nuanced than some people will uh, give other people credit for. I agree. I think, I think our generation, and obviously he's like almost twice our age, are leaning these days towards more in the middle. And what I mean by that is just like, it's okay to have opinions and views that align with Democrats in some points. And it's okay to have uh, opinions and views that align up with the Republican side of things. Like it's okay to have your opinion on both. You don't have to just sign up for one or the other and be like, I'm only supporting democratic candidate candidates, or I only believe in X, Y, excuse me, X, Y, Z. And same thing for the other side. I think our generation is going to be one of the first to kind of really look at things and be like, why do I have to be signed up for one or the other? Yeah. Like, why can't I just have my own opinion? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of that is because we live in a two-party system of government. And it's like, well, only one of those two are going to be in power. You can't really have room to move around and grow. Correct. Correct. There is no third party that is sufficient enough to actually make any sort of dent in American politics. Yeah. At least in our opinion. And we're no political experts. We're no, um, like, anything. <laughs> it's just, just like... This is just I'd like to believe opinion. that I know everything. Oh, me too. Yeah. No, because I Until do, I don't know shit. I, I do know everything is the thing about me. See, because the thing about me is is I know everything, right? So um, when I say do, something, it sounds it's like you're, just facts. It sounds like you're trying to convince yourself that you know everything, <laughs> but you don't. Um, I'm so sure of myself. So obviously, a lot of athletes and celebrities speak out. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you, what was your reaction to seeing that? I mean, obviously, you know... We joke about it because we're lighthearted and uh, how do we do with trauma, comedy, yeah. laughs. Dead dad, rest in peace. R.I.P. Rest in power. Um, That's going to look great on the visuals. <laughs> um, but what, seriously, what was your reaction to everything that happened? Do you feel yay or nay? I mean... I feel like it probably could have been timed a little bit better. It, it really does feel like they came out with the decision on a Friday morning on purpose. Like get get ready for that long weekend. Yeah. Of- we're we're gonna go fly to like a beach. Yeah. Right. Get Peace out of Dodge. Out. Us and like our seven year old uh, associates on the Supreme Court. Peace out. Uh good luck federal government protecting from the riots. Which there are a lot of like I don't know if you've seen. There are a lot going on oh, around I'm, the country right now. I'm not surprised. I mean stick up for what you believe in. Right. As long as it's peaceful, peaceful protest, there's mm. nothing wrong with that. That is that is your right, right? Because yeah. um, I mean, when something my way I don't like happens, and then I'm I like, throw a fit. Yeah, I start throwing things. Me and Pierre march down to <laughs> <laughs> city hall. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, no, I won't say. No, yeah, nah, <laughs> not, I know. Not, nothing criminal or uh, uh, some, anything that could uh, get us in trouble. Yeah, for sure. I would never incite a riot. I don't know how to make napalm. Um, a lot of companies coming out in support of all this sort of stuff uh, with uh, women's rights and things like that I'll just list off a few here Um, Amazon, Apple, Chobani Dix, DoorDash Netflix, Microsoft, Tesla Citigroup, Bumble obviously Mm. Lyft, Uber, Starbucks um, Google 
uh, who said they're going to allow their employees for relocation without justification after this ruling. So if women feel like they need to move in, to, in order to have that right or feel more comfortable to have that right, whatever, um, it is available to them. Um, I find that super interesting. I also, I support like what they're doing. It's, it sends a good message. I also think there's a marketability behind it. Yeah, for sure. Because it's it's there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of backlash, and you're gonna see a lot more backlash than support, obviously, in these times. Same thing with you know BLM mm -hmm. and all those things that happened uh, a few summers ago and things like that. You only see the bad. You're not gonna see like the people being like, "Woo!" Like we won, blah blah blah. Yeah. Which, by the way, I took five minutes on Facebook for me to be like, "All right, okay, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get out of here." Um, so I think there is a huge marketability as far as that goes. Yeah, and a company's bottom line is always profits. Always, yeah. always. And multiple companies are, you know, coming out with statements and things like that. And we had kind of touched on this before we started recording about how the NBA is kind of known as the woke league and things like that. And so they came out or a lot of teams came out and, you know, getting behind women's rights and things like that. And there was a lot of backlash, you know, with that sort of stuff. And um, I think I think we have to remember that it's not. It's not these companies, the people or whatever, supporting abortion. It's supporting the right to do whatever you want, right? And having the right doesn't really change anything because if you are against abortion, you're just not going to get an abortion, right? Yeah. So yeah, at the end of the day, the support is... is well, it's not always support. necessarily true because there are certain extreme circumstances where an abortion, like if you're getting it or like your health is at risk of... If you have the child, then you may mm -hmm. be against it, but you also want to stay alive. Correct. And then we also have to make sure we highlight the fact that people will still be able to get abortions. Yeah. Just not legally. And Well, that's also not... It's up to the states to decide now. We're going to get to that. Yeah. But there are already states that, you know, trigger laws and things like that that are going to outlaw abortions and things like that. And again, it's not going to stop anything, but it will be text and law so it will you know yeah same thing with drugs and things like that just because it's illegal doesn't mean you can't get your hands on it you know um where have i heard that before or where have i seen that before i don't know where drugs marijuana oh marijuana marijuana the, the devil's lettuce devil's mary lettuce. jane i think uh, it's funny enough i just side note real quick because you mentioned marijuana i had a conversation with my dad recently on father's day and i said Dad, if everybody was like just a little high, <laughs> I think this whole world would just be so much more easygoing. But anyways, um, so you highlighted the fact that it is not illegal yet. But again, there are, um, I counted 13 states that have trigger bans already in place, which will probably be pushed through very yeah. soon. Well, when I say not illegal yet, I mean, it won't be illegal. Like California is never going to make it illegal. And New York never you were like strictly blue states are correct. Yeah. You're you're not gonna you're gonna have people moving to go to these states in order to accomplish yeah, like what they need to do. Google will help with that. Correct. Also, I did want to point out like a lot a lot of the companies you mentioned were tech companies. I have noticed going into computer science and like having experience in the tech world, it's very they're a very progressive group of people. Correct. So it, it does make sense that Microsoft, Google, Amazon, places like those would come out in support of abortion. I mean, majority of tech companies are located in Silicon Valley. Yeah. So it's like, 
Where's that California? Right. You know? So yeah, that is, that is kind of, you're right. That is a huge part of it. And also it just being our generation of people that are involved with tech are typically younger and typically more progressive, like you said, in a sense of, um, just rights for, um, for our generation and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. My, my initial reaction, funny enough, I found out from you. When you texted me, I don't remember what you texted me, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I woke uh, up, I'm so happy that that's how you found out. Oh, unfortunately, because <laughs> I had, I had like I was just off my phone, I was doing something, and I was like, "Oh, Cam texted me." What Cam? And then you texted me, and I was like, "Long story short, he was like, yeah, it had been overturned." And my reaction was like, "Why? Like, why did I? I haven't heard about this. What, what's going on? This must have just like happened." And I guess it had just happened. Yeah. And I go to Twitter and I go to the trending page. And mm-hmm. obviously it says, you know, the Supreme Court is overturned, Rover swayed, blah, blah, blah. And then you got on one knee and you put your fist in the air. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started, you know, like like one does, you become interested in opinions and, you know, what are people saying? What are, what's the conversation surrounding this sort of thing? Because again, we knew it was happening. Even when there was all this backlash after the leak, I don't think there was a part of me that was like, even with this backlash, it'll just stay the way it is. You know what I'm saying? If this is getting leaked. There's a reason why this is getting leaked. And it it got overturned in the end. Right? Yeah. So, again, my reaction was like, wow. Like, okay, this is real now. Now mm-hmm. we have to deal with this. Um, and again, as a man, it doesn't affect me. I'm not going to act like it does. Um, this women's rights we're talking about. Again, I don't think a man should have their hand in any of those decisions. Um, do you think a woman should have the decision to be like, I want to cut your nuts off, Kim? I mean, if she wanted to do it. Like, would you get a, a vasectomy if your wife was like, I don't have kids anymore? Yeah. <laughs> I'm easy going. That was too easy, Kim. <laughs> well, there's a lot of men that wouldn't want a woman making that decision for them because it's their body. It's the same principle. And and again, we're not here to argue right or wrong because we've already done that. And I don't want to yeah. you know, have a, a debate of a podcast. Um, and we'll get nowhere fast. I will. Yeah, no, because it's like agree to disagree. Yeah. Right. But you know, you're not changing my mind. I know I'm not changing yours. And that's it. And we already know pretty in depth what we both believe in. So, yeah. And we believe we don't neither one of us believe in any sort of malintent or anything like that. So, yeah. it, you know, um, it is crazy, though. A lot of people are going like nuts about it. A lot of people and i do understand it it's just one of those tricky subjects where it really does divide the country very mm-hmm. similar to you know we, i mentioned before the the blm um protests and things like that even going all the way back to the kaepernick thing right back then when the kaepernick thing was happening the only thing that we really cared about was like terrorism right like w- what else was happening as far as like huge political movements yeah you know um and then the media kind of took that and just you know ran off with it because everything else is irrelevant in the world besides a man taking a knee and taking a stance for he believes in right that was overkill you know per usual um which i think we have touched on the podcast a little bit about maybe not directly with you but i have touched on it a little bit Mm -hmm. um so what do you what do you think of you know the protests and things like that What, what are your thoughts on Protesting in general, I personally think like, okay, if that's what you want to do, you know, to each their own. Yeah. At the end of the day, nothing works. It doesn't work. And we're yeah. constantly being told to like vote and then hope things change. But the reality of the situation is like 
as as a as a country we have real really no power like i think democracy is dead no genuinely i think mm-hmm. that our government has become become so corrupted that like our vote power has minimized because no matter who you put in office you could wave a few bucks in front of their face and you could sway them i think it's I agree with you at scale. So like on a national level, yeah. On a more local level, like in local elections, maybe somewhat uh, in state elections, uh, like somewhere in the middle. But like in terms of local elections, I think that our vote will matter because it's a smaller sample size. But on the federal level, then yeah, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I will say we have midterms coming up. Mm -hmm. And then obviously in two years, we have another presidential election. Things are going to get interesting. The last two elections have been a circus. <laughs> Genuinely. Um, that is the best way to put it. There are rumors that Trump is going to... He may come out before midterms and announce that he's going to run again. Which would just... I, I think this country is going to implode on itself very <laughs> soon. I posted something on Instagram that was that the other day that was like, we're becoming so close to another civil war and no one's even batting yeah. an eye. Like... We genuinely are. It it really does feel like one side versus the other, and it feels like the the north versus the south again. Oh, I, I almost said a real bad thing. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, do do you think that the, the Constitution should have a little bit of an overhaul? Well, the Constitution was made in like with the idea that it can be amended to and changed as we change as our society changes. So obviously as long as the people made the framers of the constitution made the, made it so that it can easily be changed or maybe it's easily. Yeah. They made it so that it can be changed. Then obviously things will change in our country that will require it. Yeah. I think I agree with you. I think uh, the constitution should be, a little bit easier to change as time goes on. The thing is, is that again, we've built a society based on right or wrong or right and left. Mm-hmm. That's what I call it. Right? Because right and wrong is a matter of opinion and matter, a matter of which side you take, right? Yeah. You and me don't agree on um, this specific um, situation about abortions, right? So I think you're wrong. You think you're right. Right. And we won't get into any sort of political affiliation, but in a normal sense somebody's right or wrong opinion is based off what their party tells them is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And again, I want to highlight the fact that being independent is a million times smarter. <laughs> just have your own opinion, right? Stop giving money to them. I just wait for popular YouTubers to make my opinion for me. Facts. Yeah. Facts. I wait for that Casey Neistat. Who is he endorsing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm in. I'll never forget that whole ordeal when he came out and supported Hillary. That was a mess, right? Because oh I wasn't watching Casey at- yeah. And well, I never did, but like even then. Yeah. It, it was an interesting time to be alive. <laughs> and for us, I think that the 2016 election, and I know you're younger, but I, I think you could kind of say the same thing for yourself because before that we were just a little Were you able young. to vote in that election? I was. Oh, no. 2016, no. No. I was like 17. Oh, okay. I turned 18 the next year. So yeah. I, was, I missed it by like, I think four months or something like that. Dang. Yeah. And... That was an interesting time, and that was the first time that we were able to kind of see the circus that goes on as far as, you know, political parties and right or wrong. And I had people that didn't want to be friends anymore because they disagreed with me. And I was like, 
That's just weird. Wow, I'm never going to be like you. There's <laughs> no way I'm going to become so attached to all of this, this chaos that I'm going to allow it to ruin my friendships, right? Yeah. Unless you look at me and you're like, if I'm around a woman and she supports women's rights, like she, I'm going to kill her. And then I'm like, all right, yeah, maybe not going to be friends with you. You know, that's understandable. It is once again, just one of those, one of those times in America, we live in a society, Kim. Yes, sir. It is just wow. Societal even. It's just one of those. I don't even know, dude. Do you think we're going backwards? Sideways. Yeah, I can, I can, I can agree with that. In a metaphorical sense, I think that you're right. We're not really going up or down. We're kind of just like moving laterally, and we're just yeah. like, we're just like looking in a mirror, playing defense against ourselves. That scene from Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. We're playing offense and defense. Exactly. It, it's like we're our own. Like we just trip ourselves. I, I don't even know how else to say that. Yeah. Because once again, like what's going to happen? Let's see. So we have a Republican Supreme Court by majority of uh, numbers wise, right? And then in 10 years, you know, let's say a few of them, you know, just drop dead out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. If we have a, a democratically led government, president, House, Senate, whatever, there's going to be more willingness to vote Democrat into the, you know into those uh, empty judge spaces, and then what's going to happen? Are they going to overturn the overturn? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just going to exactly. be like this this cat and mouse game for like ever. Yeah. And I think the older we get and the more stupidity we see surrounding political parties, it's going to really encourage like new generations to be like, why don't we just ban like parties? When our generation gets into public office and are at that age, how do you think? Do you think it's going to be better? Do you think it's going to change at all? Can I be honest with you? Yeah. No. You think they're going to go the same way? Yep. I think this is going to be a pattern for like ever. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because there is, again, so much corruption surrounding the government. Do you think our country will last long enough for our generation again to public office? Yeah. Yeah? Because once again, like nobody fucks with us. Like nobody's going to really try and like take over america like we, we're no longer in colonial times where you know i'm gonna you know well, pack my musket and then you know march on up to well i'm know. not talking about like from foreign threat like domestically like do you think people who disagree like the polar opposites will be able to live in the same country long enough and not break out into war i think the longer this goes on the more extremism can come into it yeah so yes Lack of patience, lack of execution will eventually bring in more propaganda parties, you know, very similar to, you know, the mass shootings that happened recently with um, the white supremacist, um, I can't remember, I think it was in Buffalo, where he drove to a grocery store, ended up killing um, yeah. X amount of people because of his beliefs. I think we will, there will be a day where, you know, somebody will do something really bad in retaliation of maybe the government or the opposing views or whatever yeah. it might be so yes i think the longer this goes on the more the opportunity for that sort of thing to happen happens yeah um and i also think there's a large a large amount of people in this country that although they're tied up in this there's also a sense of like 
even if their opinion is completely opposite of mine. I know that there's like a genuine conscious to be like, okay, I believe in this and this person. Like, okay. You know, because like mm-hmm. our lives go on, right? Yeah. This is going to be two weeks worth of protests. And I'm not saying this in, in a bad way or anything like that, just to clarify it. Like I'm all for peaceful protests and I'm all for this and that. But at the end of the day, protesting doesn't work. It's not going to overturn anything. It's not going to do anything. And I believe it is your right to exercise that right. But at the end of the day, it doesn't fix anything. So I I don't know what's next, right? Again, in two weeks from now, we're going to turn the page and it's going to be, okay, what's the next politically based thing or um, maybe event or whatever it might be that takes place? I think I, I have a feeling this will last a little longer than that. I feel like this is such a big thing. It depends on what the... You're right. I, you could be right in a sense because it depends on how... Because right now, obviously, the left is reacting, right? Mm-hmm. So let, how does the right react to the left? Right. And then it's going to be like, okay, how does the left react to the right react to the left? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, gonna like be you a chain of, earlier. Yeah. So you're right in a sense. It, it may go on a little bit longer. And we'll see states start to come out with more laws or opinions or whatever it might be you know politicians coming out in support or going the opposite way so it could last a little bit longer as far as those events go uh real quick we'll dive into some of the um supreme court ratings um it's down to 25 percent. i think that's insane as an average yeah um down from 40 which was taken in last september 49 last july so that's pretty crazy yeah. Um, and then if you want to break it down by Dem, Republican, Independent, 39% of Republicans, at least in this poll, say that they do not have any confidence, 25 for Independent, and 13 for Democrat, which kind of aligns things. I think the idea that 39% of Republicans don't have confidence in the U- U.S. Supreme Court is I think quite surprising. Very surprising, yeah. Because it's going their way right now. Correct. And so that's that's an interesting thing. And I think that when I think the confidence level comes from a place of like if there were Democrats in the Supreme Court, right, how would your confidence be then? Right. So obviously you're winning now, but how are you gonna be in ten years, how are you gonna you know what I'm saying? I think that's a large part of But are the Republicans that too. forward thinking? What is it? Are Republicans that forward thinking? Listen, I, I don't wanna say <laughs> right or wrong and whatever, but at the end of the day, that is a shocking statistic to read because that's atrocious. Yeah. That's genuinely atrocious. Um, me personally, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never really had any sort of confidence in the government whatsoever. Yeah. Again, it's major corporation lobbying and there's waving money and bribes and all that sort of things. And there are some laws that I agree with and other things that I don't agree with. Do you with. know how those numbers compare to the other branches of government? I don't. Mm. That was that was a statistic I pulled for the U.S. Supreme Court just because they're receiving majority backlash for the events that are, that unfolded yesterday. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm sure those numbers aren't good either because I know Biden's ratings recently went down as well. Which I mean, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, you know, I have I have no. Uh, again, my opinions politically are are so just kind of lost in the void because again you can't become too attached to this sort of stuff because yeah. then it becomes like your personality, which I do want to touch on real quick um, because we had a conversation via text last night about how people's like personality becomes politics. Yeah. And it like, wh- whether it be 
you know, Trump fanboys, you know, or Democratic people or just just living out the the fantasies of like, I don't want Trump in office. I'm going to be so blue just to get Trump out, which is the only reason why, by the way, Biden's in office. Yeah, that's the only reason why. And, and, and a lot of people, if you ask them why they don't like Trump, it's it's a lot more personality mm-hmm. than it is policy. Yeah. Which is. I mean, I get it. Right. If I don't like your personality, I'm probably not gonna hang out with you. I'm probably not gonna like you. Right. Yeah. But um, what do you feel about that? Because I mean, obviously, we've kind of we've probably grown up around people who, whose personality was a little too political. It's just like, dude, I just <laughs> like me personally. I'm like, hey, dude, I just want to talk about sports. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not supporting the NBA because you know they're supporting BLM, and I'm just like, dude, I'm just here to watch basketball. You know. So, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Like, I mean, I'm I, I don't feel like I'm the perfect example that people should follow or whatever, but like You're not a super political guy though. Uh not outwardly. I, I have opinions on everything, but But when I say person no no no, yeah. Agreed. But yeah. your personality, like like when you come over, what do we talk about? We talk about like what's going on in our lives. We talk about yeah. we're also like really good friends, so there's an ex- obviously an exception. And if we do talk about politics, it's in jest. Yeah, it's just like, oh, how do you feel? How do you feel? Oh, okay, whatever. Next. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's just if you if you have, well, I guess I can't say that, but I feel like it just makes life so much more miserable to have everything be wrapped around politics. Because even if this one thing went my way, there's gonna be ten thousand things that don't go my way, and it, it's it's just it's it's like it's like picking a favorite sports team. And then making that your whole life and always being sad. Yeah. Like when your your team's like not good. Yeah. <laughs> but you're and, like, you're overly obsessed. And as a Panther fan, I know how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I, and I have the biggest issue with people who make politics their personality. And typically I won't be friends with people who are consistently outward with their opinions and views and whatever it might be and whatever subject. Mostly because I'm just like, we have very little control. And mm-hmm. again, I know we have the right to vote and I know we have the right to protest and we have all these rights. But at the end of the day, what is it solving? Yeah. You like typically like when you go and you write down most people, I'm talking like majority population, when they go to fill out their ballot, I want to say like seven out of ten, maybe eight out of ten people probably don't even know anything about that specific candidate, but it, it says R E P and D E M. And that's the basis of what they vote on. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like, why are we becoming so wrapped up into all this sort of stuff? And also, like, the I think that the people who are consistent, consistently tangled up with politics become the same people who become, like, naive to, like, the things going on. Yeah. Because they get so attached to, again, right and wrong, right mm-hmm. or left. Um, so that's just my opinion on that. Uh, and it's like when when you have that opinion, then you want that opinion to be right. You don't want to be proven wrong. So, you fight so hard yeah. for it to be right and so hard to like be heard. And instead of trying to have conversations, we have arguments. And it's like mm-hmm. instead of like when we had the conversation about abort- abortion on this podcast, that was a healthy conversation of being like, this is how I feel and this is how you feel. That's it. That's it. I'm not here to convince you. I'm here to just ask you 
the hard questions as to why you feel that way. And then yeah. you respond and you ask me why I feel my way, right? And it lets us know we're, we both made a decision that's informed and we don't just feel it because this is what people told me to feel. Correct. And I think that's a huge part of social media's like propaganda in a sense is like you just read a tweet and you're like, I'll give it, I'll give it just for an example, like LeBron, mm-hmm. right? People don't like LeBron because of how he reacted to the the China backlash and that whole ordeal was going on with the NBA and then the Houston Rockets jam at the time, Darren Morey got involved and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, like you're not a fan. But like, I'll constantly see like comments that are like, La China <laughs> and things like that. And it's like- <laughs> My favorite is how they took uh, Xi Jinping's face and made it LeBron. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. And, and again, the jokes are funny until we get to a point where it's like, I'll kill you for disagreeing with me. Yeah. And that's why that meme of um like the white guy with like like a selfie in his truck with glasses and a hat <laughs> and a beard on yeah. became so popular is because like these people just want to argue about why they're right instead of being a little more open-minded at the fact that like hey, people don't agree with me and again a lot of like political agendas or opinions come from your upbringing. And it's funny because in my family, they feel opposite how I feel. Right? I'm not going to expose anybody, but at the end of the day, like, it's my family. It's my blood. I love them. But yeah. I've seen families, like, I saw I saw this girl on Facebook yesterday. Because I'm always interested to see how people are celebrating this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw, like, when I was younger, I would, I would comment. And I'd be like, I would get a little more involved and stuff. Now I just like, that sounds like an awful thing yeah. to do. Like, <laughs> that's the last thing I need. And this girl said... If you're celebrating this and, and you're like happy about what's going on in our country right now, delete me, block me if your family don't uh, talk to me anymore. And I'm like, I've seen, I think three of those. Uh, I'm just like, bro, it's, listen, I get it. We're fighting for women's rights. It's a very important thing. But at the end of the day, it's a, it's a matter of opinion yeah. because the American people didn't vote for this. It was a Supreme Court ruling from a case that happened a long time ago. I think 50 years, 50? roughly. I think uh, I read like 55 or something like that. Yeah. So that sort of stuff I think is insane. I think it's insane. Yeah. It's like you saying, like, it's like you hate the Lightning because you're a Panther fan, right? And, and I'm like, I'm a light- garbage scumbag people. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'm never doing a podcast again with you because you support the Lightning, right? And by the way, I don't. But I'm just, for example, right? Yeah. I think it's an insane thing. It's almost like these political parties are like, like, eventually we're going to be able to go to Vegas and be like, all right, what's the over-under on, on this president's term? Like, is he getting a second term? All right, cool. I'm putting 50 Gs down on him getting reelected. <laughs> like, that's what we're, like, we're rooting for people in in office. Like, it's a sport. And I think it's so crazy. One thing I've had to put into my own head just to, like, help myself with that understanding is that, like, your opinion is coming from a good place. Like, mm-hmm you're not disagreeing with me because you're you're thinking evil ways or whatever like you the from your point of view it, this is what's right and this is how it should be like you, you were saying earlier mm-hmm. and like that that is something that i had to like f- figure out for myself I was like yeah i mean they're they're not purposefully like hateful people yeah or i, I shouldn't who's say they? who's they you <laughs> <laughs> You're not a purposefully Kyle. You're you're stupid, and I hate you, and you're a monster. But it's not your fault. Yeah, yeah. It's just your family's yeah. raising you the way they raised you. Yeah. You're just dumb and stupid. That gets me into my next question. Growing up, was your family super 
political where they always like because i've seen a lot of stuff where it's like i only let my, like i only teach my kids to vote the way i vote which might be right or left uh well i know my mom is oh maybe i shouldn't have said uh someone in my family yeah, you'll, you'll let out. So, someone in my family is uh super diehard uh Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else in my family, in my immediate family, uh, super. He, they claim to be moderate, but I mean, he was pretty left. <laughs> like, That's usually yeah. how it is, though. Yeah. In families where the large amount of people mm-hmm. might lean one way, there might be like a few outsiders or whatever that consider a different way, but they just go, I'm, uh, I'm independent. Uh, yeah, I don't agree with either side. Well, I, I feel like he just said that so. Because the like my extended part of the family uh, are all ranging from pretty right to far right, or maybe far, pretty right to like set dead right. Or, yeah, and then I have so like he was probably like just trying to get. And I don't like explaining without giving names. It's hard for me. It is, but yeah. either way. Uh, and then I had uh, another set of family who I used to live with for a little bit, uh, who are very very left leaning. So. But I mean, at the end of the day, we we're all able to eat dinner together, do stuff like that. I'm happy. Yeah. Well, Not like, in separate like, rooms. As a, as a whole family, like from the the deep right people to the left people, like we were able to set aside the differences, and that I, that to me is the saddest part. Just that there are some families or some people in a family who can't be in the same room with each other just because they disagree politically. Yeah. And it's like, is it is you? It's really throwing away family over for not agreeing. Yeah. And I'll say in my my experience, I was never raised to believe like one way or another. Um, like I've definitely had it out with yeah. family members. I guess I didn't answer that part of the question. I they they didn't say that. It, well, it's not true. My uh, some of my family was like, "You better vote this way." <laughs> uh, and someone else in my family said they they, they didn't they, they said pretty much always vote split party lines. Like mm-hmm. don't give one the edge over the other because. So to help support checks and balances and all that. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, uh, which I, I do do to an extent. I don't yeah. vote along party lines, but, but like pretty much all my decisions aren't from my family. I mm-hmm. gr- agree with some people in my family, but it's not because of them. And that's good. That's a healthy way of looking at things. You're kind of creating your own opinion. You're creating your own, whatever it might be. Yeah. So in my experience growing up, like there was, we never really like, you're too naive at a young age to be like, oh, Fox News yeah. or CNN. And, and typically, like, we had NBC on. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know. Is NBC left? What What are they? Uh, they are. Well, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm so pretty much would... the only major right or ma- major news networks that are right are Fox, Newsmax, OAN. I, didn't, are, I don't even know two out of three of those. And those are the most popular. The Fox News is the big one. But. Yeah. So growing up, I mean, we always had the news on, but it was never, like politics it was never like maybe stock market you know it was more uh-huh. just like local news and things like that um I might, my parents put never put any pressure on me to believe in one thing or another they always were just like teaching the idea to just choose for yourself like what is best for you and how do you think that a specific might a specific vote might affect your family in the future you know like when you're yeah a dad and you have children you'll put that into a little bit more perspective as to like what that means. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, I always took that and I was like, okay, I'm just going to develop my own opinion and my own thoughts. 
And so that kind of worked out for me in a sense. And the first experience that I had was obviously the 2016 election where it was like, like massive amount of growth in that area. Cause it's like, again, you become, you become so in, entangled in these conversations and these arguments. And you're at the end of the day, you're just like, Oh my God. All right. You want to know something enough. funny in terms of being young and naive when it comes to politics? Sure. Uh, at the time of the 2016 election, if I was able to vote at that point, I would have voted for Bernie. With, I think I would as much as I knew. Can I be honest with you? I probably would have voted Bernie in the last two elections. Yeah? Yeah. Did you? No. I haven't voted. Oh, yeah. I haven't. I only tell people that to piss them off. <laughs> like, when we had those conversations with Zach, and he was like, he's like, you're obviously voting for blah, blah, blah. And I remember just being like, I'm not going to tell you who I voted for. Like we had conversations based off like who like we watched um yeah. the debates together, right? Trump and Biden was it? Yeah. And like we had a good time and I just found it funny. Like I had casual, you know, watching because again, it's not gonna affect my life in, in a great deal. Um and so I've never voted and, and people preach to exercise your vote, and I'm totally cool with that. I just don't think that like I know a lot of people that haven't voted. I just don't think no. it's one of those things where it's like, because again, it's not the popular vote, it's an electoral um, based voting system. And so at the end of the day, like Florida's pretty much a red state, let's be honest. And and it basically comes from a lot of the Latino based population down South. They fell in love with Trump. They like loved him, you know? And um, I love making fun of my friends because I, uh, Pretty all of them, all of my main group of friends didn't vote except for me. And uh, <laughs> whenever they complain about something going on, or we complain about Biden or whatever. I'm always like, if you if you didn't vote against Biden, you voted for him. <laughs> that's such a funny, <laughs> that's so, a funny way of saying that. But so yeah, I mean, funny. it is it is true in a sense because for your friends, like, and even for myself, like, I don't, I personally don't complain about anything. I read headlines and I go, okay, yeah. And I'm sure, like, in a sense for them, it's like they read headlines and they're like, outrage. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, it, not to that extent. They're, they're, they're pretty much like, oh, this is annoying. But what's annoying about it? Like, what, what, ha what policy or what anything has been happening to where your friends who are 20, 21 are, like, impacted in such a great way? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is like, at the end of the day, you might be upset or you might disagree, but it's like, how are you affected? Oh, it made you upset because you didn't like, okay. Yeah. You know, if it comes down to taxes and things like that and you have a lot of money and it like, it's going to fuck you. Right. Okay, cool. Have an opinion. But it's like, if you it's not affecting you, just go find a hobby. Like, go, <laughs> no, seriously. Like, because why are you becoming so intense in entangled in politics? If you're not even going to vote. Yeah. You know? And I don't even think this is really like, well, to be fair to them, it, the things that they do complain about are like, oh, gas is expensive or inflation is going up. But they, how, do they know why? That's that's not Biden's fault. Like there there is a, a portion that is Biden's fault. But this resonates from like inflation resonates from us getting free yeah. money. The most recent complaint was him falling off the bike. Well, they, <laughs> I say complaint. complaint. <laughs> they, they were making fun of him. Which was hilarious, by the way, which just goes to show like. What, what did we do here? Like, why did, why did we let this, allow this to happen? But again, he was the guy who was against Trump and majority of people are like, we don't like Trump. So I guess we got to pick the old guy with Alzheimer's. No. So. I stuck to my guns and vote for neither. 
I know, but that was more of like a wish from. <laughs> yeah. No, even even still. If it comes down to Biden and Trump in 2024, I'm voting for neither of them. I'll just take, I'll just look at my ballot and go, all right, next. <laughs> no, seriously, because at the end of the day, if those are our options, we're fucked. Yeah. And I, and I don't mean we're fucked in like a policy sense. It's just like we have pretty incompetent leaders. Yeah. At this I, I refuse to vote for anybody older than 65. I refuse to vote for anybody over 55 or even 50. You have to understand, like, if you're going to lead this country. Oh, that leaves to... a small window of people because you can only start yeah. running at 35. Yeah. Okay. How are we supposed to connect with a leader if they have no idea what the fuck's going on? You think Biden has any sort of idea what's going on in our day-to-day lives? No. No. And, and so this is a conversation I've had with, like, family members who are a few generations ahead of us. And the conversation was mostly, like, my job and like what I want to do in life, right? Their idea of their generation grew up on the idea that you get a job, you work there for a long time, you get a 401k, you get your retirement, you retire, Mm -hmm. right? You get your house, get your family and you know, you kind of just die. (laughs) But like, that's such a miserable way of living. Yeah. And our generation is the first generation to be like, Oh no, like fuck that. Like I want to be happy. Like I want to be able to like have like my mental capabilities you know, and not Mm -hmm. be stressed out and whatever. So having someone maybe a little bit younger, not like, how old is he? Like 78, nine? Something like that. He has no idea what's going on except for what people are putting in front of him. No, I think like 80 something. Is he that old? Yeah. I know Trump was in his like He's the oldest president we've had. Wow. And I think Trump is only like three or four years younger. You think it was like, you think like stunt doubles are like riding them bikes? Like genuinely. What do you mean by that? Like, do you think that he's really like going out there and like at 80 something years old and doing that sort of stuff? Like recently, Billie Eilish came out and said that she had a stunt double at Coachella or not a stunt double, but like a body double that performed for her. I mean, how do you find someone that old? Makeup. To- That's true. I wouldn't be surprised. Like all of that could have been some sort of like act. Yeah. And there's no secret or, service with them. Or or maybe not. Maybe that could've, we could have seen. Yeah. That whole it, thing was weird. Yeah, if, if someone, it, I, I won't say because I don't want it to sound like I'm inciting violence or anything, but if someone wanted to, they could. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been happening. I mean, we faked like the JFK assassinations. Not faked, but lied. Yeah. Like little things like that. Like I think our government has its hands in a little more acting in Hollywood than we think. Oh, for sure. At least it has the power and the, the money to do it with our taxpayer money. Thanks, Uncle Sam. Um, That's Daddy Sam to you. <laughs> um, just, just to kind of go backwards a little bit so um in december of 2021 like the, this country yeah foreshadow <laughs> that real nice um in december of 2021 um the biden administration lifted a federal ban on abortion pills or just pills in general i think it was pills in general excuse me i could be wrong about that i may have misread that but um him lifting this federal ban allowed abortion pills to be um sent via mail um which has a direct hand on being sent to states that might end up banning abortion um, because the federal government controls all mail, right. obviously. Uh, so there's like, th- we're going to start to find these loopholes in a sense. And he did that mostly because of COVID and, you know, not wanting mm-hmm. to travel and things like that. So it was just that time in America where we were doing a lot of things to kind of expedite because of COVID. Um but so, then, like we were saying earlier, in if during midterms Republicans take back control, then that's going away immediately. Yeah, 
hundred percent. Which is why it's like it's hard to argue these things in time because again, like these conversations are so timestamps. Because if someone were to listen to this ten years, you'd be like, what, the, what are they talking about? Um, what, how do you feel about that? Let, let's say, let's say, for example, if Democrats continue to kind of because they do have majority in our government aside from the Senate, uh, excuse me, not the Senate, the Supreme Court. Um, how do you think that affects things? Because obviously, we're going to see these trigger laws kick in fairly quickly within a month or so i would say they'll probably get pushed through how do you think that plays a role into this and do you think that like do you think populations are going to migrate to blue states in order to have that right like do you think we're going to see a little bit of a shift in that i think i i think within the next few years populations are going to be or states are going to be more red and more blue depending on which I guess governor or system of government is more in control in that state just because people don't want to live with people who they don't agree with and they want to have their way in the state that they live in. I agree. I think the country is going to become more divisive. Yeah. And I think people will end up moving and I think people will, we're going to start to see states being like permanent, a permanent color like Georgia, for example, Louisiana, Um, you can argue Texas, but there's a lot of people moving to Texas and there's a lot of blue, not people, but people who believe in blue, um, moving like a lot of metropolitan areas, you know, like Houston, Austin, there's a lot of people moving. It's it's a rapidly growing population, even, um, um, Dallas, you know, these big cities are typically blue, typically liberal. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. It's it's mostly going to be interesting, like Arizona, and places like that who have kind of teeter-tottered through elections and things mm-hmm. like that to kind of see which side they lean. But I think it'll actually be really interesting, like as things get more or as populations get more sorted into specific ideologies, like seeing which cities perform better or like have certain improvements or deprovements depending mm-hmm. on who lives where. Yeah, I can agree with it. I think we're probably like 50 or so years away from like those statistics being ran as far as, because I think it's going to take time for migration, if you will, to begin to happen in this country, because you're going to see a lot of people wanting to be living in New York for, you know, abortion rights or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Or you're just going to see a lot of blue leaving red and maybe red leaving blue. And then you're going to start to see, like I said, permanent coloring across the country. And at the end of the day, it's going to come down to who has the most electoral votes. And like going along with the people moving away and, and stuff like that like we already feel now that our vote doesn't matter in uh relatively i mean florida's becoming less of a swing state but it used to be a swing state and like if our vote doesn't matter here then how's a, per- a red person living in a blue state feel that their vote's gonna matter correct or if you live in a perfect example is like you just said but more in depth is somebody who doesn't believe in uh abortion rights living in california and then being a well I'm gonna have to move to like Louisiana or well, Alabama. The, uh, they, the opposite would be true. Not really because if you don't want to get an abortion, you're just not going to get an abortion. Good point. Good point. I just think that in those states, they're so democ- democratically ran that there could be a point in time where maybe not uh, abortion, because you're right. That is that is a poor example, but there's something could be passed. In Guns. A sure. Yeah. Better better example. Um, where it will encourage them to 
pick up and move to kind of follow what their belief system are. Yeah. Plus, you want to be surrounded. Typically, you want to be surrounded around people that agree with you and people right. that like you. And and again, going back to politics becoming personalities, if that's a sense, then a lot of people are going to say, well, I don't want to be like neighbors with the guy who has like a, a gay pride flag. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I believe in, you know, super Republican based views and that gay rights are, should be taken away and things like that, which by the way, that's next. I just want to briefly like that's next. Same sex marriage is coming. That'd be crazy. There is going to be a lot of, a lot of stuff. The fact that they gave the federal government took their hand out of abortion rights and gave it to the States. And now it's completely up to the States. There is going to be guns, which we've never really seen any sort of movement as far as progression, I guess you could say. And then same-sex marriage. I can't imagine 75% of the population or 25% of the population being against same-sex relationships or what was the other one? Gun rights? Uh, I, wasn't there also one about uh, uh, intersex or uh, uh, interracial? Uh, interracial, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing with that is that goes hand in hand with like giving actual like like giving rights. Like this goes back to like, you know, slavery days and things yeah. like that. And that one's they're not gonna touch that one. I don't think imagine so. though. You know what? Anything's possible. <laughs> Anything's possible. Um I you're right, who knows? I just think that those two are the next big ones. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but recently the Supreme Court also well, ruled- there was already a big gun one that just happened. Recently, the Supreme Court, I was getting into that. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled, uh, I think it was like six to three in favor of allowing people in New York to carry, uh, concealed carry, mm-hmm. um, which has been pretty much restricted for a very long time. And that being a blue state is creating a little bit of backlash. Um, so let, let's just touch very briefly on maybe our, our belief in states rights versus like what the federal government says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we kind of touched on it right before we started recording about how a lot of people don't want the government, like there is a large amount of people that don't want the government even involved in marriage. And there's a lot of people, abortion rights. Like people are like, I don't want the government telling me what I want to do with my body. And then there's like, this gets uh, overturned. And then we kind of go, okay, well, now it's up to the states. It's like, well, I, that's still the government. That's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what is your belief system as far as that goes? I don't really have too much of an opinion on it because, again, that doesn't really affect me yeah. at the end of the day. But just curious what you think because a lot of people, again, don't want the federal government ruling on guns. And it is in our constitution in yeah. comparison to um, abortions and things like that. Uh, you, you kind of basically said it like, uh, you said it more specifically before we started, but like the second amendment is explicitly stated in the constitution and abortion isn't. So it's not entirely black and white. And from my point of view, it's completely different because I see the baby as a human life. And like, as I would expect the government to intervene with someone trying to murder someone else, to me, an abortion is trying to murder someone else, which is completely different from them trying to choose or trying to say who can have guns and who can't. I agree in a sense. The thing with guns is I feel like the opinion is like you either are allowed to have guns or we take away all the guns. Mm -hmm. And my belief, and I have no problem saying this out loud is 
you have the right to bear arms. Yeah. You should have the right to have a gun to protect your family, hunt. Like, that's still a huge sport. Like, I don't care what people say. Like, you, you can't... Like, hunting is the way that we survived, like, 300 years ago. Shit. Even, like, maybe up to 50 years ago in, like, the, you know, some areas. Yeah. Um. But to to have the idea to just completely remove guns is like insanity because again it is in our constitution and we did highlight the fact that there you know this constitution could kind of move with the times right we have guns that with the press of a button will shoot off like a whole clip like you just empty a semi-automatic um and it's gonna spray the wall right yeah 200 years ago when this document was written that really wasn't considered, right? I saw a tweet recently that was like, if we were to give the founding fathers like like an iPhone, they would probably call it witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? Like we're no longer stuffing stuff into our muskets and shooting and then taking 20 minutes to refill it. You know what I'm saying? We're just no longer in those times. Um, so I do believe in the, the right to bear arms. People should have weapons. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because once you take weapons away from the population, there's a sense of like uproar. It's like, okay, now we're powerless. The government can really do whatever we want. There is no sense of, like, revolution. Which, by the way, there will never be another civil war. There will never be, like, another, like, like, north versus, like, there's, that's not happening ever again, in my opinion. I think we've kind of progressed past those times. I think the idea that, like, the Ukraine-Russia war, like, that, I didn't thought that, I thought that that was insane. The fact that we're, like, sending people on the ground. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um... But to kind of wrap that conversation up, um, as far as states having the right to choose to vote or, or to create laws to you know affect the population, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I we're gonna find out real quick though. I guess you know we can say that because as mm -hmm. we're gonna kind of see people in these states once you know those thirteen states do end up triggering their, those laws that they have in place, we're gonna see how the people in those states react and then we'll see if it's kind of right or not, right or not. But as far as gun laws go, I think that, you know, we're the only country that still has like these huge mass shootings. The only country statistics show it. Um, I don't think people should be walking around with AR 15s unless it's for sport. And yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't be able to like walk down the street with an AR 15. Yeah. What are you doing? Why? Why? What is going on? Like what? Just looks cool, Kyle. But if you're allowed to do that, why not? It looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that look cool that we don't do in public, you know? Yeah. But concealed carry is still very much okay in a lot of states. So, you know, I just think there's there's a there's a huge gray area in these kind of conversations because it's like, listen, I didn't grow up around guns, so my opinion doesn't really matter in a sense, I guess. Uh -huh. I don't own any guns. But there are people that I do know that have like collections of guns, you know, people whose lives surround around guns as far as career and things like that. So you kind of start playing with people's pocket and lives and things like that. So I don't know, dude, that's a tricky one. You know what I'd love to do probably isn't really feasible because it's sort of like playing with human lives and like it would be pretty much impossible to do, but like just have a year or two where guns are completely outright taken away no guns for anyone and then another year or two where guns are like easily accessible everywhere no matter what and just see how things go see what it, what statistics change it's 
probably not possible. It's definitely not possible, but it'd be fun. Interesting. I don't think it would be fun. No, it would be fun. Fun was not the right word. I meant to say interesting. <laughs> it would be interesting, but I think, again, that's where, like, we've already, <laughs> the one time there was a Republican base, and you could title it Republican, or you could title it, you know, like, whatever. Um, I don't have the right words in my vocabulary currently, but January 6th, right? The one time there was an uproar, like, there was this huge circus, Right, and then there's like there's court hearings now, like a year later or two years later. Yeah, two years later, about all of this. Something like that would happen again, and again, when you outlaw stuff and you take away things, there's still ways to get it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think people are just gonna be, end up getting shot <laughs> in the street. Like you take away people's guns, you take away people's rights, you you start to kind of really fuck with the population. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it would turn into, like, the Wild Wild West. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. no, I wouldn't leave my house. Do some train heists? I wouldn't be leaving. I would just stay inside all the time. But, um, yeah, real, real quick, let's talk about uh, the economy. Because I do think that we're going to see a direct reflection of these political decisions being played right into the stock market. Um, stock market recently had its best week in over, like, three weeks. Um, this was pulled like six hours after the overturning. So we don't really see the actual reflection until maybe um, mid mid Monday, Tuesday morning, we'll start to see something. I don't think it will reflect significantly, but it is. I mean, what could be affected like certain medical industries? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Um, Because again, you take like, there are a lot of companies that offer ways to get abortion and like Planned Parenthood. Yeah. We're, we're gonna, but they that, don't have a stock. That's not but, publicly traded. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> could you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine Planned Parenthood had, had a stock options available on, on the market? That'd be so funny. Jeez. Um, I mean, right now we'd probably be going up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Taking bets. So stock market's obviously down. Uh, inflation having a, a huge thing to do with that again. Uh, crypto. Mm-hmm. Big yikes. Uh, what's your experience been with crypto? Uh... I had money in it, and now I have very little money in it. You still have money in crypto? Uh, not money that I care about. Well, how not, much are we talking about? I know you got deep pockets. There's like 90 bucks in there. Can you say who it's with or no? Bitcoin. So you're 90 used to be like. I used to have it spread out in a bunch of stuff, but when uh, Bitcoin took its, and all the cryptos took its first initial plunge like a month or two ago, I was like, I don't care about this anymore. I'm just going to move everything into Bitcoin because it'll probably go back up at yeah. least somewhat and then just make some money off of that or I guess more accurately recover some losses. So when it comes to crypto and NFTs, and not really NFTs, I just want to talk about crypto. I'm just not a huge believer. It. I once again, have all, I've always believed, and I think I've said it in this podcast, but cash is king. Mm-hmm. The American dollar will trump anything that comes available. And I just don't see a world where we take a an invisible currency and make it our way of life. Like the investment in crypto is the idea that it will once become so valuable. And again, I mean, like we've seen so much growth in the recent years as far as like being able to buy cars. And like, I think people have bought homes with crypto and things like that. I just don't think 
at the end of the day, it will become important enough to where we make it like our number one traded currency. I mean, that the same was probably said when the US dollar was first made. So, I mean, we don't know. It could. Again, that's my opinion. I just, I, no, I agree with you. I don't think it'll be anything bigger than, oh, this is a, a fun little, fun little uh, toy. And I've always said this, but once the government figures out how to get their money from mm. taxes based off trading crypto, because there was a while where you can just do whatever you want with whatever. Well, you can, you can get taxed on crypto now. Now you can. Yeah. That was only implemented this year, though. Oh, like okay. this next this this current tax cycle that just happened. That was the first time that you could be taxed on crypto. And obviously there's loopholes. Of course. But and it's all just capital gain Unrealized based. Gains, but baby. Once people like when once you take your like for example, right? You have like your ninety, right? Let's say like you throw in let's say you buy like one Bitcoin. It's at like twenty one thousand right now, right? And then it goes all the way back. Let's say like sixty nine thousand, because what it was at, right? Yeah. Good luck with those taxes, Cam, because they're going to take a lot of money out of your pocket. And obviously, that's how people live, and that's how people are able to pay their bills. Is you know, stock market and things like that. But it's just a dangerous game. Uh, once once Uncle Sam gets involved, once they start making laws, once they start getting involved in how much you can trade and not how much, but how frequent you can trade and things like that, because they have that on the stock market. Like in the stock market, um, there are laws in place. You know, like if your account's under twenty five thousand, you can only make X amount of trades. Right. Like you're not considered a um, day trader. Day trader. So you have different laws in place for like the common American, which is, again is so such corruption. But <laughs> yeah. whatever. Um, so yeah, um, my only little bit of experience with crypto was Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. Pumped and dumped, baby. <laughs> I got my money and I got out. And I mean, I haven't really heard too much about it recently. I mean, obviously, Elon did his whole like campaign and then it drove the price up. And then he was like, yeah, fuck you. And then everybody dumped at once. Yeah. It, it dumped right at the time of the SNL, his SNL appearance. Yep. Because I have a friend who bought at pretty much its peak. Oh he was like, bro, after SNL, it's going to go way up. It's going to go way up. It did not. Not even close. He's actually under investigation for pumping and dumping, by the way. Oh, yeah? Elon is, yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on him buying Twitter? Real quick. I don't care. I don't either. Yeah. I don't know why it's such a big deal. I think he's... He's literally taking the control out of like Silicon Valley and like giving it to the people because like recently reports came out that he wanted to like he wanted to know about bots and he wanted to understand mm -hmm. this whole system and they were kind of like oh, i don't yeah. know about that and there was a lot of, like he came out publicly and started speaking about it and then they ended up giving him the stuff that he was looking at mm -hmm. which by the way he doesn't own twitter he has like a big stake in twitter but he does not own twitter well i saw a headline fairly recently that said Twitter uh, accepted his bid of however many billion dollars. Who's going to say no to that? What company is saying no to that? No, no company. It's an investment. Yeah. But I, so, well, that I I don't think it's taken to effect yet. Correct. So I don't know if he'll be owner of Twitter. There's also investigations about all that stuff too and like his motivation behind it and things like that. Not an yeah. investigation, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't affect anything. I think that Elon's funny because like you never really know like what what the motivation is. Like you never really 
He's he posts memes like three times yeah. a day. Like I don't really know what's going he's, on. He's he's the ideal boomer. Yeah, I I wouldn't trust Elon to like run the country. So no, I don't really no, care. About, no, no, no. I don't really care about him running. Like a, he's not even gonna run it. Well, he's, he's got way he's too much stuff going South on. South African, he couldn't run the country if he wanted to. Well, you know what I mean. But I'm just saying in general, like that personality would not be good in that. Seat, yeah, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, interesting. Um, are you are you worried about? Where this country's headed as far as economy based and, and we're kind of in a recession already based off yeah. know, housing markets and even inflation and interest rates flying through the roof and things like that. I mean, I try to stay optimistic and think oh, it won't last forever, but I know just as much as the next guy. I really hope that it doesn't get much worse than this, but it will. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> It'll get worse before it yeah. gets better. And it doesn't help that we have elections coming up and that's all going to be used as propaganda and things like that. So I'm just hoping by the time away. I'm fully done with school that it'll at least settle down somewhat. So like my thoughts on gas prices, for example, like they're up to almost like five bucks a gallon, right? Depending on where you are. Mm-hmm. California is like six, seven. Um, they're never going back down to where we originally were. They'll probably sit if they ever go like super low again, it'll be like three fifty four dollars and that'll become the norm. Yeah. Just like over time, inflation is just normal. That just happens over time. Mm-hmm. But to think that like we're gonna be getting gas for like two dollars and fifty cents a gallon is just like asinine. Yeah, that'll never happen. I have a video of me buying gas for like two oh five in North Carolina one time. Oh. Right before I moved back to Florida. That was like the last tank of gas I filled up in North Carolina. And I didn't realize in the moment that yeah. that was like a moment. <laughs> that could be in a history book. Yeah. So it's crazy. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm scared, right? What do you think the time frame is for electric cars to be the majority? 10 plus years. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to see more faults than anything else. We have a lot of companies dipping their hands in this. The thing is that the price tag is too large for a majority of Americans. it's definitely not as much as like luxury cars, but it's definitely, I I think it's like, well, like the most average is like in the fifties somewhere. Yeah. Like who's, who's going to be end up buying like an F-150 electric truck? Yeah. The people buying F-150 trucks are the guys who are like pumping diesel into with the, with the Twitter profile pictures. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, eh, I don't think guys are going to be like driving from like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't see that happening. So, but who knows right yeah you hate teslas because i don't have one is that what it is <laughs> absolutely it's just pure resentment yeah. and jealousy they think they own the place and until i own one they won't <laughs> that's an interesting yeah. take him teslas are cool cars they're also pieces of shits are they yeah in what way they're just shitty parts those those uh, cars are not made for like longevity yeah I mean, obviously, but like, the, the, the rich person who owns one doesn't care. And that's, again, who they cater to. That's why electric cars are catered to a, a much richer population, right. I guess, in a sense. Because, like, if if you were to ask me, like, if I wanted to buy another car, I'm probably not getting an electric car. Mm-hmm. It's just too soon, you know? Yeah. At least in my opinion. I mean, you, you see products coming to the market all the time, and you're kind of like, there's more questions than answers. And once we start seeing, like, electric God forbid, electric cars like turning up into fires and batteries overheating and things like that. Then we'll start to see, you know, how the population reacts. I've seen one video of a Tesla exploded on the highway. Yeah. 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 
I, I also think we're getting into, as far as like self-driving cars, I think we're going into like a weird, you, you remember, have you ever seen Wally? Yeah. And how like. Came out on my birthday. Wow. Yeah. June 27th. So like how, how obviously it's a cartoon and it's a fake movie, but in a sense, like how we had to leave earth because of how we basically just destroyed the earth. And then we have to live on this huge ship and then we, we all, all become super obese and we're like yeah. sitting in these like pods that take us and there's like, like that's. I'm like, wow, we're becoming like dangerously close to that where I can just get in my car, put like a location and then it'll just drive me there. Yeah. I think that's insane. Or it could be good. I, I don't know. Well, as I mean, if, if you're driving anyway, then how different is driving with your foot on the pedal than driving, reading a book? You're not reading a book, but <laughs> I'm not reading a book. That's funny. That's like the ultimate extreme, like grandma version of this story. <laughs> You could do it. Uh, yeah, no, I guess. I just think we're coming dangerously close to like less labor. Yeah, well, definitely robots, AI is going to be taking over. Large. I, I think the within probably 20 years, the majority job is going to be robot maintenance. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're right. Funny story, actually, before we kind of get off this, we have a workout to get to, but... I was recently talking to my grandpa and we were talking about how the meat industry is getting more into pre-pack, right? Mm -hmm. And so Publix's stance on on that is like, we'll never do that, right? Yeah. Publix will never get into a place where it's like, because the typical customer wants their like meat cut fresh in-house, talk to a butcher, like whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But you have Target, you have Walmart, like, I don't know if Trader Joe's, um, all these, like these places are pre-pack. And these are huge retailers. And we, I was like, well, Publix will eventually evolve into this. And he's like, they never will. If they want to keep up, they have to. As soon as they look at the statistics on how they can lower in-house payroll and pay cheap people at a like facility in the middle of the country that they pay, don't pay like any money on the land, mm-hmm. they will. Because... And I don't want to shit talk, but I'm going to shit talk. Like, I always said the P stands for profit for Publix. Yeah. Okay. They've always, always, every decision has always came down to profits. And that's business. Like, no, like, when I become, like, when I start running wholesome visuals in an entrepreneur sense, and I'm like, all right, what's best for business, right? I get that. Well, you're not doing a good job if you have me on here. I I know. Trust me. I know know what I'm doing. Don't worry. But when it comes to, like, the idea of, not being progressive with times. It's just funny. Yeah. And like the same thing with like electric cars. I think 10 years is is a good number. I think five years could be a good number, but not in this current climate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't see it. The typical American saving money for an electric car that's out of their budget because of gas prices. I just don't think we're there yet. Yeah. I think we're just like in the sticky we're just in a really sticky environment right now with gas prices, inflation, things like that. And once it like kind of just levels itself out in a sense, then we'll start to see like electric cars or, you know, gas cars. Yeah. So we'll start to see things in a sense like that. And I mean, but also on top of that, uh, somewhat environmentalist, but like fossil fuels and natural gas, like stuff like that, that's going to have to be phased out eventually because that's not going to last forever. Yeah. And I'm a big nuclear guy. Like, I think that's probably the best energy production source we're going to have for a long time. Going forward. Yeah. And that's not very popular among politicians. 
Well, because they have their hands in right. No, neither is natural gas or uh, uh, renewable energy. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, that's all I have for today. Um, I know that was pretty heavy of a conversation, yeah. but I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah, I think. Hopefully, you, the viewer, had a good time as well. I. If they didn't agree with our opinions and our thoughts on this, then maybe not. We might be called like stupid and might get canceled by the five listeners. And you know what? Con- controversy is only good publicity. We'll see. I mean, we've we've kind of made a decent progress on TikTok. I'll see how I can chop this up to... Because it's going <laughs> to... Depending on like, which <laughs> voice I use, it's going to show like... Because I don't think we really showed any sort of like uh, affiliation. As far as that goes, I think it's more like opinion I mean, based, We we both stated that we're independent. Yeah, and and even being independent, there are a large a large population, or a large portion of the population, I should say, have a personality based on politics. <laughs> so so at the end of the day, I don't really know, but I really enjoyed this conversation. I think it's great. Um, going forward, I don't really. Again, we don't really touch on too many po- you know political things in yeah. depth like this. this Only whatever is in the news and what's popular. Yeah, yeah. And this was more of like an emergency pod in a sense, just being like, hey, this is what happened. This is our press conference, Portnoy. Yeah, exactly. They're just going to get way less clicks. <laughs> <laughs> but if you made it this For far, now. thank you. Um, I'm probably going to have a bunch of this stuff up on YouTube. I think it'll be great to kind of see this conversation visually. Um, Hosting visually. Bang. So if you made it this far, thank you, Cam. Thanks for joining us. We're thank headed to me. a shoulder workout here. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you sometime next week. And I'm I'm working on that. I'm working on my my friend Steph coming on the podcast. So hopefully soon. Peace. Peace.